Hello and welcome to Thriving in Intersectionality, a podcast created to help you learn from professionals in the workplace who have multiple intersectional identities, from ethnic minorities, veterans transitioning into the workforce, individuals with disabilities, parents, and so many more. My name is Lola Adeyemo. I am the CEO of EQI Mindset and the founder of the nonprofit Immigrants Incorporate Inc. I work with organizations to build inclusive workplaces. This podcast was built to amplify the voices of leaders and immigrants in the corporate workplace and to give insights and guidance so people can move past their barriers and advance in their professional careers. Through interviews and solo episodes, I'm going to examine this global world of work. I know that you can learn a thing or two from my guests who have a range of experiences and stories to share. Join me as we meet new people who are successfully navigating the corporate space. Hi there, ambitious immigrant professionals. This is Lola, your host on the Thriving in Intersectionality podcast. Are you ready to supercharge your career? There are so many layers to doing just that, and that's what we're here for. Join our membership platform today for game-changing career coaching, expert resources and guidance, and get responses in real time to some of the issues and questions that you're going through in the workplace right now. We're not just breaking barriers, we're building bridges to advancement and career success. Visit immigrantsincorporate.org slash membership to sign up today and let's take your career to new heights. Join the membership platform today. Visit immigrantsincorporate.org slash membership. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Thriving in Intersectionality. Today, I wanted to reflect on a conversation I had with Menakshi a couple of months ago as I share some strategies to research and target and identify organizations uh, when you are job searching. So take a listen. Have a clear understanding of who you are, what you bring to the table. You bring a lot of value to the table and, and be very clear in that. And the fact that you are here is a matter of pride and accomplishment. So starting from a position of strength um, and staying rooted in your own culture and in the ancient wisdom of your culture. Um, The second thing I would say is retaining curiosity and reaching out to people, uh, do informational interviews. So look around, if you're you're already in in, in a working in a corporate environment, look around and identify roles and people that speak to you, that that resonate with you. Reach out to them for a 15, 30-minute conversation. Do the homework, show up, and focus on building that relationship. Give before you get. So when I think of my conversation with Manakshi, I want to highlight uh, two things that should be important uh, for an immigrant, for a woman, for a working mom who has taken a pause in their career and is getting back into work, right? For any individual with multiple minority intersections who is trying to job search, 
one of those two things is what do you do before you start? And then how do you prioritize your skills um, when you get in front of those companies for interviews and also for the job, right? So two pieces is, is not just I'm ready to work, start searching, is understanding that there might be a little bit more work that you have to do at the front end, um, you know, depending on what kind of barriers, in quotes, that you're thinking about as you prepare to job search, not even before you start the role now, before you start to look for a job. So uh, the first part of this is your identity and reclaiming that identity, right? Um and actually, and I talked a little bit about some of these things, which is very similar uh, to my experience too as an immigrant, right? Is this sort of like a rite of passage that, you know, you go into the workplace and you try and suppress who you are because you try and fit into whatever you think is the norm in that organization? Um, while that might have worked for uh, decades ago, it didn't necessarily make people happy and fulfilled at their job. And ultimately, it was not sustainable, right? Hiding who you are and trying to suppress and shape and change yourself in order to adapt to what the organization sees as the norm is not something that is sustainable. And and so um, as somebody who is trying to get into the job search phase, for different reasons, if you've taken a gap, if you've moved to another country, if you are switching into a new role, what are some of the things that uh, you need to do? So two, two things. The first one is that self-awareness for yourself. How do I reclaim who I am? How do I own that? How do I take that and get clear on that so that I can prioritize the kind of roles the kind of industries, the kind of organizations that I want to work in, right? Because that narrative um, of how you package what you have, how you package who you are, is the first step to understanding the kind of organizations that you're going to be applying to, the kind of roles that you want to work in, or even um, the kind of positioning you're going to put on your resume, right, for that initial process, for your resume, for your cover letter, uh, before you get into jobs. So a, a lot of times, you know, we we go in uh, the other direction, right? What is this company looking for? What are these organizations looking for? And then in terms of personality, we try to adapt our resume so that that can work for them. Um, what happens is in the process of doing that reverse matching process, you do a lot of conforming and you lose the essence of you. When you are not as authentic as you want to be, you come off flat even in the interview process. And then it's almost fraudulent because it's not a real representation of yourself. And it's not something that you can sustain long time, right? It's why people get into jobs and then because you're focused so much on trying to fit into what they want, you miss understanding who they are. Because the reality is there are different kind of organizations and not every organization is going to be a fit for you. And so if you don't understand, um, be aware for yourself of who you are, what you bring, what values um, are really important to you. What happens is you apply for this job and then within a couple of weeks, you find out this uh, this space 
does not work for me. So do that self-awareness piece to really understand who, who am I? What do I bring to this space? What are some of the skills? What are some of the values that are prioritized from my background? My first corporate job in America required um, a lot of computer inputs. My degree was in biotechnology, but I had taken a computer entry course a while back and I had used it successfully in an early role that I had back in my home country. So again, we tend to overlook our own skill qualifications because some things come so naturally to us that we forget about the fact that, hey, that's a key value for an organization. So when I say self-awareness, sometimes it's just sitting down with yourself and before even starting the job search, think about what skills do I bring to the table, right? So write them down, own them, make sure you have those scenarios and examples of how those skills were acquired, how those skills were applied. And then also think about the experiences that you've had, the scenarios that you've been put in, how you handled it, um, some of the strengths that you've seen yourself show in, you know, uncomfortable situations. Are you a risk taker? Are you somebody that um, likes to take their time to really access things? Are you very analytical, right? So some of these things can become words when we don't really think about it. But if we give ourselves time to really reflect on it, it goes beyond being words because then we're able to develop stories and narrative to back each of these things. So the self-assessment is not for you to come up with words that you can use to describe yourself because those are generic. Those can come up on a Google search, right? But it's for you to come up with stories and narratives that can support each of those skills, each of those experiences, each of those strengths that you are talking about for yourself. Um, how have you been adaptable? How have you? How are you with communication, right? If you come up with a couple of these where you are really strong and where you are really comfortable talking about what you have done or who you are, that helps. You don't have to come up with a list of 10 different areas. When you've done these, it builds more confidence for you yourself when you are applying for this role. And then the second piece is now tying these to the kind of organizations you want to work in. So doing your own research and targeting. Um, I know when you are job searching, depending on where you are in your job search, if it's your very first job and there's a lot of dependencies on it, for example, I need money right now, like I would take anything or I need a job right now because my legal status depends on it for different reasons. Um, there's always, you know, an opportunity to prioritize something over the other, um, but if you give yourself an opportunity to spend some time researching and, and targeting organizations that welcome um, diversity, that welcome inclusive mindsets, that welcome value had, not just organizations that want to hire people that look like us, because that shows we are trying to hire people that will fit into what we have. Uh, but organizations that have been transparent about their needs and the gaps they have, because then you are able to showcase the value you had to that organization. Uh, one of the things we often miss also is for things like um, being having global experience, having uh, coming from a large family. Some of these things is actually huge value for organizations that have global representation. Um, a lot of global um, corporations have 
you are working in a single location, but you're probably interacting with people from different cultures and different parts of the world. If you have, they have locations and customers across the world, right? So you being able to highlight, have you lived in multiple countries? Have you traveled to multiple countries? Um, some of those uh, relationships that you had, even while you were in college, some of the teams that you've worked in in your early roles, some of the kind of internships that you've had, um, some of the work scenarios you've had. Have you worked with a lot of um, remote teams? Have you had interaction with a remote manager? Have you worked on projects where people were spread out all over the world, right? So some of these things can actually be very strong value had to a role, um, even beyond the skills, you know, skills, um, hard skills can sometimes be overemphasized. But if you think about it, those are things that can be taught. The things that you already bring can go beyond those skills and create an opportunity uh, for the organization to prioritize those and then support you in developing the hard skills, right? Because those are things that you can learn. I mean, even regardless of the hard skill experience you had, you still get some training when you started new job and the training is usually around how we do things um our software um is is operating right um i remember coming from an organization where i had master data experience uh but it was in sap so i'd worked on projects where i would set up new products in sap all day long right all of the different models i was operating from creating those new products uh but when i was getting a new role i didn't add, emphasize on the SAP piece. I had to emphasize on the fact that I was familiar with the pro- new product launch lifecycle and emphasize on the fact, fact that I was familiar with running multiple projects in order to launch new products because it wasn't about the tool um, for the company that I was hiring. They were using a completely different platform for launching products. So if I go in with my hard skill, um, I would have been emphasizing, for example, that I would say, um, skills. I'm familiar with SAP. I know SAP models, and I could be listing all of those technical uh, back set, background around the tool that I used. It's relevant, but if you look at the scope of work that the organization was looking for experience on, it wasn't about the tool. And so for me, I had to go um, higher and really talk about the fact that I'm familiar with new product launches. Um, I'm familiar with uh, multiple subsets for a product. I'm familiar with uh, global teams working on a project because I wasn't familiar with the platform they were using, but I I could learn that platform because I had worked in a space similar to that. Uh, So again, highlighting, uh, doing your own self-assessment to highlight the skills and the experiences um, that you have that makes you unique Honing that helps in uh, doing a targeted search. Search, you know, you want to know what's important to you, know the things that are non-negotiable for you, know the things that you appreciate and you and, and you value in a work experience, in a work setting, in an organization, in an organization culture. What's important to you? What's um, valuable to you? Um, being able to tie your personal stories and narratives to keywords and experiences. So they become, um, they go beyond just being words on a resume and a cover letter to being narratives that you can use to showcase yourself 
uh, during an interview process in a very strong and powerful way. Um, the experience I was talking about, we're trying to get hired for this role from this organization where they use two completely different platforms. Um, I could have gotten shut down from the recruiter because the recruiter, again, that was one of the hard questions was, are you familiar with Agile? And I said, no, but Agile is similar to SAP system that I used. Uh, so again, the recruiter wasn't in, in the position to understand the difference, but I was, um, I could have eliminated myself just by looking at the description and said, oh, you know, I don't really qualify. I don't have experience in Agile, but I recognize the value of what I bring. I brought a global experience and a global um, team perspective. And this organization was also a global organization. Um, the the role required project background uh, because the, the, the execution was going to be performed in a pro project format. And I brought experience in that. And so even though the bulk of the job description was listing a lot of hard skills that was really tied to the platform and the tools that I didn't have, I was able to position what I had because I know that I can do this and I will just need to learn a different platform and a different set of tools. So again, that awareness of what you bring, that awareness of what you have, just doing that for yourself to build your confidence, to also help you to remember that you do have a lot of skills and values that you bring to the table. And then using that to do a targeted search around the companies, the industries, the organization you want to work for, you know, is inclusivity a huge um value had for you focus on the organizations that prioritize that and start from that is there a specific industry you want to work who are the leaders who are the top organizations that are hiring in that space what are they doing or what are they um highlighting as gaps it's not just looking for the companies that say we are 99 diverse and we are thriving it's looking for the companies that say we know the gaps that we have we know the struggles that we are and they're very transparent around it it's looking for the companies that um, amplify the voices of their diverse employees it's looking for the companies where their leaders are very vulnerable and open and they share stories right so that kind of culture that kind of atmosphere if it's important to you you know it's the space that you want to go into but you also know know that those are the spaces where you want to be doing your search. You want to see what they're hiring for. You want to form connections around that organization. So it's self-awareness, skill awareness, experience awareness, leveraging that to target the right companies that you want to work with and building narratives so that when you get to that interview stage, you have your stories, you have your narrative to show the value that you bring, regardless of the differences that might have been seen as barriers, you position it in a way where the organization knows that what I'm bringing is strange, what I'm bringing is powerful, and I'm able to support your organization on this journey uh, that you are on. So prepare for questions about diversity, equity, inclusion, um, you know, prepare based on what you see on their website, prepare based on what you have researched about them, but also um, highlight how you can help and support in that area. And, and not, not um, underestimating the art skills, but also being 100% sure that you already got the art skills. You know, you have the degree, you have the qualifications, you have the experience, but going beyond the art skills to the values that you bring with your 
diverse backgrounds, your diverse experiences, your unique perspective to view situations and organizational settings in a new way and the value that you are adding to the organization, not just the value of trying to fit into the organization, but what you're trying to add that they might not have, but that they could use a lot of uh, from you. So um, I hope this has been helpful as you think about your job search and some of the things that you need to do upfront before you get your job and uh, before you even get that interview for your dream job. Thank you. Thank you for joining me, Lola Adeyemo, for these important conversations about the global world of work. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to share our weekly episodes with your communities and co-workers. For more resources and upcoming events, visit our website, www.thrivinginintersectionality.com. And join our LinkedIn group, Thriving in Intersectionality. Additional links and resources are listed in the show notes of this episode. Thank you.